Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Boomer and Geo coming to you live from the Bill Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. We were talking about some of these halftime shows in the past. We have Usher this time in Vegas, and we brought up the Katy Perry halftime show and, and Left Shark. You're like, I don't remember Left Shark. This is a big deal. I don't remember Left Shark. So the Paley Center has this Super Bowl museum right, yeah. that's going on right now yeah. in the city. Right. You were there with the other NFL Today guys, and it's sort of a history of the Super Bowl that's going yes. on at, the, at yeah. the Paley Center. You know what is there? Left Shark is at the is Paley, that the Paley Center. Center. How do you know this? Because somebody was there and took a picture of it and sent it to me. And, and Really? So not only did they have Katy Perry's outfit from that day, okay. that one, yeah. they also have that bowl with the face, and they've got bowl. Left Shark. Oh, Left Shark's there. there it's, it's part of the It's part of the Super Bowl Museum. The extravaganza. That's right. And then there, see, there you go. There it is again with Katy Perry in this piece. That was a big one of those big moments in Super Bowl history. Now, Usher's talking up this halftime show in a big way, but I don't know. uh, Nate went out to interview him for our pregame show. Oh, did he get any uh, hints? He spent spent two hours with him on the strip on Saturday. Oh, nice. And and Nate, being the, the, the great guy that he is, flew in Saturday night to Baltimore like at midnight. Wow. Hey, he's got responsibilities. Did he get any hints on who his special guests are going to be? You know, I didn't ask him that. I, I, I asked him yesterday. Did you ask Usher if he wanted Taylor Swift to be there? I don't know. I'm fascinated by that. I'm and sorry. And what was the answer to that? He goes, ah, you know, I didn't ask him that question. I said, I need to be your fans, man, or something. So the number is the number one Usher song, Al, on Spotify. The bow, 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 bow. Bam, 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 with little John. Yeah! Bam, bam, Does he open? It is. He's got to open with that, right? Bam, bam, It has to be part of it, obviously. I don't know if he opens with you it know, or closes I, with I it. I wonder, well, you think he'll, uh, he does a residency out there, right? Yeah. I believe. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he's doing his residency during Super Bowl week. What do you think? Maybe, Probably not. Maybe we can go to that. No, I don't think he. I think he's got to stop doing that, doesn't he? He's got a. He's got a, all the prep and everything. He probably like for the last month has canceled it. You know how much? Uh, what am I looking for? The rehearsal? He's got to do. You have to do for this. 
I mean, it's a lot, man. I'm. You mean you don't think he just takes his show and then puts it as the halftime show? No, at the Super Bowl? man. Come on, it's a <clears> big <throat> deal. So it's Vegas halftime show. You can take your Fakakta residency show and slap it over there. Are you kidding me? Fakakta residency show? Did you just say? Yeah. You can't just do that. He's mailing it in. All these people with the residency, they just mail it in. That's I, what they do. I think Jay in New Jersey has a way to spice it up. Jay, what's happening? Hey, boys. Good morning. How are you? Good, Jay. Hey, I got an inside track on who Usher's having as his special guest. Okay. He's young Joker. <laughs> in that game that's for sure yeah you know what jay you're right he will not be in that game usher should bring him up there maybe they could do the hit that young joker had codeine dream which i know was his big his big song his one big song by the way like all kidding aside with young joker let's say the chiefs cut young joker before the game could the niners pick him up and try to get info from young joker (laughs) what are you laughing at you think he probably doesn't know the offense or something <laughs> are you are you thinking that they would use him like in a POW situation? Yeah, and try to pump him for all this information. Yes. Oh my god. No, bring him in because obviously he's pissed off at the Chiefs. He'll do anything to like help the Niners. Now, I there's a limited amount of moves you can make with your roster in the playoffs. I'm not sure whether or not like so if they cut him, he would have to go through uh, waivers. Okay, and then he would be free to sign with anybody. The thing is, I don't know how many moves the 49ers have made in the play. I just, I don't, I have no idea. Okay. And whether or not that would affect if they could sign young, <laughs> young Joker. I, you know, I said, I don't see that happening. But wouldn't you, I mean, like, it would no, be something I mean, you consider. I, I mean, young Joker, man. But, but I'm not saying to play in the game, but just like, hey, you know. No, I know, I, uh, I know, I'm pumping for information. I don't know if he knows. I have no idea. <laughs> He's got to he know may, something. He may, he may, he may confuse the 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, that might be a reason though that they don't release him. Maybe they give him a different injury again, right? Because they don't want the Forty ers picking him up and have this this angry ex player. Yeah, you know, give the look inside what the Chiefs' offense might be. It could be like a double secret agent. Yeah, I maybe I, I don't know, Joker. Uh, let's go to Kevin in Staten Island. What's going on, Kevin? Hello, hello, hey, Kevin. Kevin. Hello, Kevin. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, man. All right, Real quick, the, the basketball player that Boomer was asking Jerry is Gavin Griffith. Oh, that's who it is, yes. Okay. Yeah, he's good, he's good. But real quick, um, they're, they're, bu- they're really putting a lot of heat on Campbell, and rightfully so, about his mistakes. But what about Harbaugh at the end of the uh, game? He, that was a bad timeout with 218, their last timeout. He, he was trying he, to keep it north of two minutes yeah. is what he was trying to do. No. No, I get it, but if he waits to the two and lets it run down with one timeout, they're going to force the Chiefs to run the ball. The Chiefs are going to run it and make them throw and, and make them use that last timeout. In this case, they basically know the clock's going to stop no matter, no matter what at the two-minute water. They get to throw the ball. You know uh, well, you know, I, I will say, I think it was on that I don't drive. Think they take that chance. They, I think they have to, because Lamar was, he was starting to get the ball downfield. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, he threw a bunch of balls out of bounds downfield. I know that. Um, um, I would just say, I would just say this. <laughs> Do you remember when the Chiefs they had a first and five? Mm-hmm. I mean, they had like a, they they ran the ball. I think they ran the ball for like seven yards, so it would have been second and three. And then Andy Reid was 
do you want second and three or first or do you want first and five right. and then they they uh Patrick Queen right went off sides and got also got hit with a penalty right they didn't call encroachment what they ended up calling was unnecessary roughness at a 15 yard penalty was all he had to do is reach across and touch the guy yeah and that would have given the Chiefs the first down which is smart they, mm-hmm. that's what they were trying to do right so they had as many downs as possible right exactly so <clears throat> it was a bad play by Patrick Queen because he ended up giving them 15 yards. Mm-hmm. And he still got the first down, but it got him even closer. Yes. I mean, and the, the line of thinking there is when you take that timeout before the two-minute warning, now you're forcing a team to run two plays within 18 seconds because if it's two minutes and 18 seconds... As opposed to losing all of that time and getting down to the right. two-minute warning. Yes. Exactly. So that's why coaches end up doing it. You know what's amazing to me is... There's still the people who watch football. This guy obviously listens to our show. He pays attention to football so much so that he's talking about like the the two minute warning and timeouts, and he's into the game. But he calls them Harbaugh, like Harbaugh called a tough timeout or a bad timeout. There. Yeah, I know. It's like how, like I it just, happens. I never. But when people mispronounce these names, like the the whole uh, Sam Darno for so many years, like how do you just how do you not know it's Jim Harbaugh? Or John Harbaugh. It's not Bow. Not Harbaugh. Right. Sorry. Those things annoy me. I know it does. Uh, Kenneth. Don't know the starter. (laughs) Kenneth in Newark. What's going on, Kenneth? Hey, what's going on, Gio? What's up, Boomer? How you doing, Kenneth? Everything's good, brother. uh, Brother, love love the show. Listen every morning. Well, thanks, man. We appreciate that. All right, listen. Boomer, I've got a question for you. The 49ers was doing a four-man rush against... um, The uh, the Detroit Lions quarterback. Yes, he was doing a four man rush yep. when they should have been blitzing because he he's not very mobile. So against Kansas City, what do you think they should do on defense? Should they blitz or should they do the four man rush? I know that the Forty ers think that they have because they added Chase Young that they have enough to get to the opposing quarterback. The one thing I will say, and what is going underrated and under the radar here is the offensive line of the Kansas City Chiefs and how well they have played. We've all thought that the weakness have been their tackles, and if there were ever going to be a game that where they would be exposed in passing situations, it would be this game against the 49ers. But I think the 49er defense has been poor. I think it's been yeah. it's not it's not been what it's supposed to be. So I don't yeah. know, you know, you pick your poison. You want you want to go after Patrick Mahomes, good luck. Good luck. He's gonna find his he's gonna find the open guy and he's gonna make a play. I mean, he's like this. We are living through the Patrick Mahomes era of the NFL right now. We had the Tom Brady era, right? And now we're in the Patrick Mahomes era. And he has made it to another Super Bowl. He lost the Super Bowl to Brady, the the COVID Super Bowl. And he lost a championship game to Joe Burrow. Didn't make it that year. Lost a championship game to uh, Tom Brady, too. That's right. He lost a championship game to Brady. And then he won the two Super Bowls. And now he's back. He also the lost the Super Bowl to Tampa Bay. I said that. I said he lost right. to Tom Brady in the Super Bowl with the Bucs. We have with the Bucs, right. And that and that was the game that, you know, if you remember, he ran for like 497 extra yards on a bad toe because of the pass rush yeah. that the Buccaneers had that game. And that was also the Britt Reed game. That was when Britt Reed was... Uh, Andy's son, yeah. Andy's son was arrested before the game, and they came in and they were out of it. And they just had a horrendous offensive performance. Tom Brady played really well in that game, but it was the Bucks defense that held Kansas City at nine points. Now that's 
I'll tell you what, if I were a defensive player and I shut them out in the second half, which is exactly what they did defensively for Baltimore, mm-hmm. and we lost that game and my quarterback's throwing interceptions like that, whew, that's not that's not a pretty locker room. But also the Zay Flowers fumble. I don't know how mad you can get at Zay Flowers. It was a great defensive play, but still, yeah. I mean, the, the, the defense is like, listen, man, you know, we, we were there. We did what we needed to do. Our effort would have gotten us to the Super Bowl, and you guys are turning the ball over twice in the end zone. For God's sake. Yeah, they turned it over three times. But twice in the end zone. Yep, and three and two of those turnovers turned into. But, you know, but the defense, you could say, because of their stupid penalties, especially at the end of the first half, Gave the the uh, the the Chiefs a, a field goal. Yep, that's right. Yeah. So this is, but as you mentioned, this is all Patrick Mahomes. There's guys that there's careers. They were good careers, but now with Patrick Mahomes being the quarterback of that team, their lives have completely changed. Well, they, they, they now call Travis him. Kelsey doesn't date Taylor Swift. To Patrick Mahomes is not the quarterback. Really? Come on, Andy Reid does not have a Super Bowl if. If Patrick Mahomes is not the quarterback. Well, he had to draft Patrick Mahomes, and he wanted to draft Patrick Mahomes. He give him any credit for that? Yeah, I do. All right, so he picked the player, and he actually fired the GM, John Dorsey, if you remember that. Because mm-hmm. John Dorsey was leaking. That's, that's who they wanted. Well, he hit the, the jackpot, mother- as we know, and Patrick mother- Mahomes loves those guys. That he They should love him more because he has put them right into the Hall of Fame. I'm t- do you think that if, if Travis Kelsey were like had the same career, I mean, without Patrick Mahomes, I mean, Travis Kelsey's like Cody Bellinger, you know? What? And like the, Patrick Mahomes comes along and now he's dating the most famous woman in the world. Like, you, you, think, you think Patrick Mahomes had something to do with that? A hundred percent. It's not even close. If, if Patrick Mahomes isn't on that team playing the way that he is, Travis Kelsey would just be like every other white tight end in football. No, he's Mr. Pfizer. But that's another thing. Yeah. He got all these endorsements because of Patrick Mahomes. I mean, how many commercials did was he in? Yeah. And you know who should also thank Patrick Mahomes? Jason Kelsey. Because nobody cared about Jason Kelsey until Patrick Mahomes made Travis Kelsey a thing. I cared. Okay. You know what I'm talking about. Jason Kelsey's podcast and all the other stuff he does is all elevated because his brother became a superstar because of Patrick Mahomes. Last year, they were in the Super Bowl. It was the Kelsey Super Bowl. They were brothers. The mom was a big star. But you're making my point. No, but if you remember, Jason Kelsey and a couple of his offensive linemen did the, the Christmas carols. This was all before Patrick. I mean, like Patrick Mahomes had nothing to do with that. Yes, he did, because people were paying attention to Travis Kelsey because Patrick Holmes made the Chiefs a national team. I would also tell you that in Philadelphia lore, athletic lore, that Jason Kelsey is probably a top five beloved athlete in the city of Philadelphia. Right, that's fine. There. Nationally, he's become a thing because Patrick Mahomes made Travis Kelsey famous, which in turn made his brother famous, with the mom famous, and has nothing to do with what. Like, did you see how uh, Travis Kelsey played yesterday? I mean, he was great. Some of the catches, he he was great because his quarterback is that good. Can't wait for Trav and Tay Tay to get hooked up uh, after the Super Bowl. Is that an automatic bang spot last night? (sighs) Or do they? Because it's a road game. Oh, she flew, she flew everybody back to Kansas City last night. But I'm saying, do they? Like, I mean, she's on her a, way to Vegas. I mean, on her way to uh, Tokyo. So you just stop in Kansas City for a little bit. But like the last, because it's a late night now. We're talking about. 
It was just like a like he's that. Ah, listen, tomorrow I'm a little sore. Just playing a football game. Oh no! Automatic see, bang spot. You, uh, they're on yeah. the road though. I mean, yeah, but they're. I figured like last night at ten thirty when I was pulling into Moynihan, as you would put it, they were in Pound Town, <laughs> Kansas, Kansas City. Either oh, that, okay. or they came here to celebrate. Uh, a big win. They could have come here. I've, I screwed up the name. I I'm, I know Cody Bellinger's a baseball player, Justin. I screwed up the name. I meant to say Daniel Bellinger, right? Right. I meant to say Daniel. So there you go. You got you got me on that. Daniel Bellinger. Well, that's why I said Cody Bellinger. Why are you making that? No, Dan, Dan, Daniel Bellinger. Right. I got Cody Bellinger on the brain because I love baseball right, so could, much. He could be Jer- uh, Darren Waller. And I love the I love the baseball offseason so much. And Cody Bellinger isn't signed, so he's on my he's on my brain. I can't. How's that Yankee bullpen looking? <laughs> I don't know. Ask the guys in the newsroom. <laughs> They're right now looking at all their vitals. Okay. <laughs> what's, what's the blood pressure on Adam Adovino? Uh All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, so I got one more thing for you guys to do in Vegas, if you want to do it. So Breitling just announced the launch of their Super Bowl 58 Chronomat 42. Sure, we'll take a watch. Oh, <laughs> no, you're not getting a watch. Oh. You're not getting a watch. Oh. They've only made 58 of these watches in conjunction with the NFL. Our foundation is the benefactor of it, as Breitling and the NFL are making their donations through this watch. Awesome. We have a great party at the Breitling Boutique boutique out in Vegas on Thursday night, but it's early. Because I, you know, I told Terry over there at uh, Breitling, I you know, listen, I got to get up at two o'clock in the morning. Where is this party again? It's going to be at the Breitling Boutique. The Breitling Boutique, which is yes. where? It's. Pro- I think the one that they're going to use. I th- I want to say it's either in the Bellagio. I'm, I'm not okay. sure. It's, it's one, one of, of the hotels here on the yes. street. It's yes. not like we got to go. No, no. Is this? no. Thursday? It's Thursday, Thursday night. And I'm not going. Yeah, you are. 
And this watch is unbelievable. There's only 58 of them made. And I think 16 of the 58 are all gold. And uh, this is just a beautiful watch. You've got to keep tabs on Eddie's outfit for that particular night if he's invited. because Oh, he's 100% invited. Here's the outfit. Jeans and a t-shirt. No, no, no. That's this is a special brightling event. He can't go yeah. jeans in a tuck. I mean, look at that! Look at that watch. Can't do that. Right? That is a beautiful watch. Now, He's got to go collared shirt, right? Collared shirt. I think a collared shirt. Yeah, definitely a collared shirt. Okay. Yeah. Do you have one? So now uh, we're packing collared shirts. I wasn't planning on. Well, packing. just just call Charles Tierrett and get one. They're, they got Wait, plenty so of you great. You can't shirt. pack one collared shirt. You can't throw one in there. No. <laughs> That's, that's right. That's going to be all wrinkled. That's right. <laughs> that's what you have an now, iron for, man. Get, now we need more than the backpack. You know, I, I travel with idiots. Much. I mean, I just, I travel with idiots. That's all there is to it. I'm going to need some slacks, too, for this trip? This is going to be like a first-class, high-end, beautiful watch, and it's going to be a watch launch party. There's only 58 of these watches. I'm packing like a woman for this trip because I got what I'm wearing for the show and what I'm wearing playing golf, what I'm wearing for events wait, 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 like this. Wait, 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 hold on. Hold on. What? I mean, I don't necessarily know you need to say it that way. What do you mean? I'm packing <laughs> like a woman for this trip. What? There's nothing offensive about that. Women pack all their stuff. That's what they do. Like, they have outfit changes all day long. I'm going to wear this to the breakfast. I'm going to wear this to the pool. I'm wearing this out to dinner. I'm going to do this casually if we're going to do this. That's what, that's what women do. Men just pack T-shirts, whatever. This particular trip, because there's several versions of me that need to be present. Okay, and this would be one of the professional versions. Exactly. I'm packing like a woman. Multiple outfits a day. uh, All right, could you idiots just for once (laughs) try to be professional and just show up? Al, what's the over-under on the amount of jeans you bring? One and a half is the over-under. Well, I only own two pairs, so I'm going to bring them both. Because I'll have one on me, and then I'll put one in my bag. And I'll wash them before I go out. You have a pair of black jeans. I do. All right, so bring your black jeans. Perfect. All right, do you have a nice collared shirt? I know you do. I guess I could get one out there. And then you could wear like a nice... <laughs> Just throw it out? You probably need like a spring-like jacket out there because it's going to be a little and chilly. A winter jacket, actually. Or maybe a sweater because I know J- Janelle gave you a sweater. He did. And? So it's just a little small. Well, you're right there. <laughs> just go and return it. <laughs> Yeah, did you get the CBS jacket, the bomber jacket, or the luggage? I got luggage. Because the bomber jacket is going to be perfect out there that's for the weather. That's what I got. I didn't get it yet, but that's what I ordered. You didn't get it yet? Not yet. I think I'm at a lost mine already, actually. 70 and sunny today. God, you guys, I mean, all right, so put Thursday night down. Are we doing Drew Barrymore or not, by the way? What's <laughs> going on with that? Because that's another outfit. Yeah, oh, it's another outfit, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that. If they can move it up, I, I don't even know. I can't. This is uncertainty is not a thing. I don't like uncertainty. Loose ends. We got a lot of uncertainty going on here because of this weather. That's a problem. Uncertainty. Am I going to do this? Am I going to do that? I'm going to be here. I'm gonna I be will there. tell you, you have a beautiful weekend, though. Yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday look phenomenal. Yeah, but long range, but still. But Saturday, yeah, I don't know. Where are we going Friday night? <laughs> Do you know yet? Uh, Got anything lined up for that? Friday yet, night's no. the only night we're going. Or at least I'm going out. These guys probably won't. That's the only night. Hey, look, man, I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to get through it. Yo, yeah, but yeah, a little enjoy yourself a little bit yes, on Friday you have night. To enjoy Saturday it. you can't because you got the big day. Friday night's the night. <clears throat> you know what I'm now saying? You don't want to show up hungover on Sunday. No, not show up hungover. Right. I just want to make sure that. It's like, you know, I go down to Baltimore. There's plenty of places to go. I didn't do anything. 
Yeah, well, that's you're there. You might be you. on your own Friday night. Yeah, and these guys, no shot. Well, Thursday night, just just you know, yeah. there'll, be, there'll be food and drinks and stuff there. It'll be fine, and Eddie, you'll you'll meet some nice people. And, I don't know, try to talk them out of buying a watch or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Where'd those diamonds come from? Those lab grown in mind. <laughs> you know who mines those diamonds? I don't even want to tell you. I want to know. Um, uh, what? The only guy who would hang out and have fun is leaving. I would love. I would love to be there Friday night. I would <clears throat> just have Carlin do these games and have I, some he's fun. He's doing the Maryland game. So have him They're doing all Wisconsin on Saturday. Come on. Yeah, I guess you're right. Responsibilities come from hell in Minnesota. I left and came back. You did do that to go to the Illinois game, but oh, I'm missing. Oh, oh, no. oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jerry, what's going on over there? Oh, uh, we are brought to you by the Farmer's Dog, fresh human grade dog food delivered right to your door. We're also brought to you by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. All right, one last time we run through these games. Uh, the early game in Baltimore yesterday had the Chiefs beating the Ravens seventeen to ten. Save Flowers had the big fumble right near the goal line. He did have five catches for 115 yards in the loss, but the fumble really killed a lot of momentum and then he had the interception in the end zone by Lamar Jackson as he threw into triple coverage. All in all, though, the Ravens only scored 10 points on the Chiefs. Here was Andy Reid. How about the Chiefs? You know, I mean, what a great deal that was. Uh, I thought our guys played hard, aggressive football. Um, it always starts with the offensive and defensive line. They did, they came out, you know, with a purpose here and, and played their hearts out. Yeah, both sides played very well. The offense early on, the defense for the uh, majority of the game. Here was Patrick Mahomes. He had the connection going with Travis Kelsey early and often. Kelsey on the day, 11 catches for 116 yards in uh, in the win and a score. Here was Mahomes. He loves the challenge. Um, and I mean, all week, I mean, rightfully so, we heard about how great their defense was. Um, and they were. I mean, they shut us out in the second half. Um, but for Travis, that's like, all right, what, what can I do against this great defense? No, he did a lot against this great defense, including the touchdown, as we said. He passed Jerry Rice for the most, recept- most postseason reception. Uh, in his career. As for the Ravens, this one's going to be tough to take. Here's Lamar Jackson. He knows while Patrick Mahomes was dicing them up early on, uh, they just made too many mistakes in, in critical spots. They turn the ball over, you know, fumble, interception, stuff like that. They can hit them the opportunity to, you know, put points on the board and win the game. We, we get in that red zone. It's been, our, it's been our touchdown all season, you know. We just got to finish, and we didn't do a good job on finish. The defense did, though, for the most part, do a good job. Here was Roquan Smith searching for positives after the loss. It is what it is, and it's just got to add more fuel to the uh, few, add more fuel to you at the end of the day, and that's how I'm taking it. So that's what it's going to be, but it definitely, uh, it definitely sucks and hurts. Mm-hmm. As their season comes to an end after a great regular season. So instead, the Chiefs on their way to the Super Bowl for the fourth time in five years, and they will face the 49ers, who beat the Lions 34-31 in a game they trailed 24-7 at the break. Um, Brandon Ayuk had a monster catch off a deflection of the face mask. I forget what was the kid's name, uh, whatever his name is, the defensive uh, defensive back. And then he would score a couple of plays later. First, Ayuk on the catch that set them up. I was surprised. Uh, I felt like the look before um, pre-snap that I had a chance to get the ball, but they were just on top. I don't even know. Yeah, don't, no one knew, actually. You know why they so won, crazy. don't you? Why they won the game? Yeah, well, they won the game because Debo Samuel played a very big part in the game. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's the only reason why they won? No, it was one of the reasons why okay. they won, because they don't, they very rarely lose when uh, McCaffrey, Debo, and Purdy are all healthy. Well, here was McCaffrey on Purdy, who went out and played really well in the second half. I don't have, you know, enough good things to say about Brock. You know, he's... All he's done since he's been here uh, is play at an elite level. And win a lot of games. Uh, the comeback last week against the Packers, the comeback yesterday. Here was George Kittle, how he thinks of Purdy when he gets out of the pocket and runs around a little bit. These scampers, like, you ever seen one of those little water dragons run across the water? Like, that's what I envision every time he's running with the football. <laughs> water I know what he's talking about. Like, <laughs> yes. It's just slow-mo where they're, like, their legs are everywhere and stuff. That's, I know exactly. I mean, it, I would say he looks pretty fast to me. Looks like he's running to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, water dragon. I thought that was odd. Um, here was Dan Campbell. This is not a, a unique thought because usually these coaches always say things like this, and you have talked about it as well. Uh, unless you're holding that Lombardi trophy, the feeling, pretty brutal. A little bit like every everybody else who didn't make it, you know, and everybody else who lost. Unless you're San Francisco and who won the other one, I don't even know. KC, then you you got a pretty bad taste in your mouth. And uh, it's what's great about this sport, what's great about the game, it's what's great about the tournament, and it's also what just crushes you. He said it rips your heart out as well. You believe he didn't know that yeah, he won that game? I going to ask you. At some point, that's got to be on the board somewhere, no? If somebody says something to him pregame, those guys are so locked in. I know, yeah. Understood. When you I mean, played your championship game, did you remember like if it was the first or second one? I think we were the first one. Okay. So then, different situation. <clears throat> A little bit. I think we were, yeah. Here was Campbell going for it twice on fourth down, not getting either. It's easy hindsight, and I get it, you know. Um, I get that. But I don't regret those decisions, and that's hard. Yeah, he said he did it all season long, wasn't going to stop there, um, but again, did not work out on either one. The fourth and two was the killer one. Could have um, put them back up 17 after the Niners had opened the second half with a field goal drive. Also of note, the Bills removed the interim tag from uh, Joe Brady, so he is their offensive coordinator and the Browns hiring former Bills offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey uh, to their post. Uh, from the Knicks over the weekend, well, they do play in Charlotte tonight. Julius Randle is out with the dislocated shoulder. Here was Jalen Brunson. So what went through your mind when you saw Randle get hurt against the Heat as he did on Saturday? Um... It was an oh reaction. Yeah, an old bleep reaction. Pretty devastating, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, you don't want to see that from anybody. But uh, especially the way he's been playing, you know, he means a lot to us. And the way they've been playing. I think it's six in a row now as they keep moving up the uh, standings in the Eastern Cup. God, that video is awful. Yes. You're right. I mean, you can see the shoulder just hang yes. down. Oh my God. What are they? All kidding aside, you jam it back into place? Is that yeah, what you have to do? Yeah, you got to put it back into place, yeah. Oh. Sounds terrible. It, it does sound terrible. It sort of just depends on the damage of the ligaments around <clears throat> the shoulder, right? Depending on whether or not he has to have surgery. Is that yeah? So I got a I got an update. So you can use we can use the Dwayne Wade example from about fifteen years ago. A friend of mine tells me he rehab played through the season and then had surgery after. Mm. But it does depend on how significant the injury to the shoulder is, and we won't know that, or they won't know that until MRIs are done. Would he be, I mean, I would imagine so, he'd be fighting through pain the rest of the season, right? Yes. I mean, you know, it's, um, you you, you got ligaments in there and everything else being stretched. Sounds awful. You got the the socket of the, the shoulder that's been distressed now. Not good. No. Uh, ben Simmons should be back it's for the next like tonight. almost like when I fell at the first Boomer and Geo. 
<laughs> First Boomer Geo Live when you, you fell in the bathroom down. on the ranch. your golf yes. swing for a while. I did, but actually it helped my golf swing a little bit, too. Oh, all right. Uh, Nets Jazz coming up tonight. And then uh, Friday night, in case you missed this. Trying to split the double team, and he does. Coming down the lane and to the rim. Scores with a foul. And a three-point play chance for Doncic looking for 73. Now, did you either one of you see the highlights of this game? Yes, I did. He's amazing. Yeah. He is a fantastic one of the best players in the NBA. I'm not taking anything away. Got to be hard to play with. Uh, maybe I suppose he was shooting a lot. Especially yes. there was a break. We had Tim Hardaway Jr. on his left. He's like, no, I'll take this. Yes, right exactly. At the guy. They don't play any defense. None. I mean, guy, I know he makes some unbelievable shots, but God, there were so oh, many layups they in have there. To, they have to beat every team like what they did here with the Hawks. Yeah. 148 to 143. So had, what Embiid had 70. Luca had 73. Devin Booker had 63, I think, or 62. And then Carl Anthony Towns had 60. That's right. In the last week. All of that in the last 10 days or so. And and the interesting thing, none of it came against the Knicks because the Knicks played defense because we got attitude. You got attitude. We got no Randall right now. Dogs and dudes, dogs. (laughs) Dog damage. And we do dudes, dogs, and damage. That is right. And uh, Philip Heedle. Has some damage uh, to his upper body, so he's going to miss the rest of the season. The NHL hitting the All-Star Weekend coming up this week. So there you go. All right, time now for what we call Moment of the Day. Brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. So you were telling the story of the uh, the jerk face at uh, at the train station. And as you were telling that story, as you guys were getting ready to take the train back to New York, Phil decided to go in his own direction and wound up driving back uh, in a car. I think that was just the fastest way home. That's why we did that. How long is the train ride? Two and a half, two hours and 15 minutes. Okay. That's not so bad. From Baltimore, it's great. You, yeah, you make a so stop bad. in Wilmington, Delaware. You stop in, uh, you stop in Philly and then you stop in Newark and then you, then you're in Penn Station. Man, if Phil were there, do you think Phil would have gotten involved? You think he would have gotten involved like Nate? Do you, you know, want Nate, me to Nate, your ass? ass? I'll do it. I'll do it. People ask me, will I stick my foot in this guy's ass? <laughs> yes. Yes, I will. <laughs> yeah. I hey, God, do you want a knuckle sandwich? You got to remember. Do you want a knuckle sandwich? Nate is younger than us, right? Yeah. I mean, he was getting a little intense. He was? Oh, yeah. I saw a side of Nate that I had not seen before. There you go. Moment of the day. You got home safely and without any incident. And uh, if you missed it, Odyssey app. About 7 o'clock, 7.05, Boomer details the story about how the NFL today almost got in a fisticuffs (laughs) with a asswipe douchebag. (laughs) Yes. As Boomer called him, yes. That's right. An asswipe douchebag. (laughs) Asswipe douchebag. (laughs) Nate, Coach Cower, Boomer, and some random New York Giants analytics guy. (laughs) Who turned out to be the hero, by the way. Yeah, he, he was the, the cool guy. head, right? He was, he the was guy great, that... man. He knew exactly what was going on and just stood right in front of the guy in between him and Coach Cower and just told the guy calmly, just back off, back off. The guy wouldn't back off, but then finally he did, and then the cops showed up. So <laughs> if not, Nate was going to house him. I thought I, I thought Nate was going to come off the bench with a roundhouse kick to the <laughs> head. That's how intense it was. <laughs> Good for Nate, man. He's still got that football player thing in him. He's not too... Uh, Media, he's not too no, he's still, uh, he's still, uppity, no, even he's, though he's a news guy now. He's ready they, to throw down in that train station. Exactly. I, I hope that they told that story on his show this morning. No, they, they did not. not. What? Why wouldn't, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Because aren't they the, like a uh, you know, real tight ass over there in the news division? <laughs> Isn't that what they are? 
Let's put it this way. I don't think Boomer's description would fly on that show. Yeah. Why wouldn't it? I mean, Asswipe it's... douchebag. <laughs> oh, yeah, I could say that. Right, I know. Right. There's no way rough. he told that story. I mean, he told it off the air to Tony DeCopoli or whatever, these, who have Gail King, right? Is that the other guy? I would Tony DeCopoli? I don't know if it, like, I, I sat there through the whole thing. Nate got there for like 25% of it. Okay. And Coach Cow was there for the whole thing. Yeah, too. me and Coach were. And the analytics guy. And the analytics guy. Yeah. I'm surprised he hasn't reached out this morning. You know, and then I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to show the analytics guy. Like I'm watching the game on Fubo and he and his wife can't figure out how to get into their whatever app or whatever they had bought and that they ran they ran out of uh time with or whatever. I'm like, You're an analytics guy. How do you not know this? Well, because oh, he I, works for the Giants. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's not nice. <laughs> It's not nice. I'm rooting for them now, Hmm. man. Well, of course. We always are. We don't want to go through one of these hellish football seasons again. Uh, All right, Jerry, we'll see you tomorrow. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Asswipe douchebag. <laughs> I don't know how I'll describe that guy. Honestly. Unless you're ever... Have you ever been in a situation like that? Like <laughs> someone screaming at Bill Cower that the NFL is rigged? No, I've not been in that situation. No, I mean just dealing with somebody who's completely out of their minds. And they come up to you out of the blue... And they just start yapping at you. Yeah. And then start getting like, you know, a little bit rambunctious. Yeah, there was one time in the subway where it was just totally random. And he was doing this to a lot of people. A guy was crazy and he was just getting in everybody's face. 
and he got into my face amongst other passengers. And I, I, he didn't end up getting physical, but it was like he was about to. And I just remember he got it right in my face. He's like, come on, you want to do this, man? You want to do this? And I'll always forget this line. Anytime, any place. That's what he said. <laughs> okay. and I was like, I just looked at him like, okay. Not, subway, not right now in the subway. Yeah. But he was doing it to everybody, so I didn't feel necessarily targeted, and I saw that he wasn't hitting anybody else, so I was just like, let me just take the shrapnel from this crazy person, and I'll be okay. Sort of what I thought about. That's the closest thing I have to that particular situation. Or maybe you're trying to park your car in the middle of the night, and some guy... <laughs> yeah. Roundhouse uh, kicks your Subaru. Oh, yeah. uh, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. See? He had that situation. What about you, Eddie? Pacifist Eddie? Here's the other cheek. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I don't... Never happened. No, it's random encounters. Well, it, it 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 didn't get personal, but the night of the riots, there was. I thought I was dead. Oh, that's right. And we're not but, talking. We're talking about the COVID riots, right? Those ones. A, not we like the night of the riots. To me, sounds like L.A. riots. You know, when someone says the night of the riots. Well, there was a whole summer of riots. You have to be more specific. Yeah, yeah. Right. well, like the George Floyd correct, riots. Correct. The, uh, a week after Memorial Day. Okay. Wenny. And, yeah, there was some chicanery going on outside the uh, building. Mm -hmm. And I kind of walked into the middle of it unknowingly. (laughs) Of course you did. And I thought I was uh, in trouble. But I just kind of stood still and it kind of washed over me. And then I went into the building. All right. So I remember you kind of telling a story back in the day. But you you stood still and let it wash over you? Well, they were kind of... You know, the old uh, Hudson Pharmacy when he used mm-hmm. to be here? That yes. had been broken into. Oh, okay. And there were maybe like 20 to 25 people like running up Hudson. And I was walking up King. And then some of them turned down uh, King. Yeah. Through the register of the pharmacy, like on the ground, were bashing it. And, yeah. Uh, and I, I thought at that point that it was, might be a situation. So... I just kind of stood there, and they were on the other side of the street, and then they kept going, uh, didn't notice me or didn't care, and then I just kind of scurried in. Scurried in. You actually moved faster than you normally do? You yeah. You actually ran well, a little bit? I've never wanna, seen you run. I didn't want to run, you know, yeah. kind of a thing, but... Uh, You've seen him run on the softball field. That is true. I have seen that. Good point. Yep. It's not pretty. <laughs> and there were some people still... Helping themselves to the Hudson Pharmacy goods when I walked by, and then I kind of fumbled for my key card and got into the building. Uh, Any insulin in there that I could just grab and walk away with, please? Excuse me, rioters. Did you get on the other side of the pharmacy? Just a couple things. Uh, Yeah, I, um, yeah, that would be scary too. I I don't know what I would do. I think I'd probably just join them and just pretend like I was on the same page. Like, yeah, screw this pharmacy. (laughs) Start smashing the. The register outside. Ah! Throw their stuff through <laughs> the windows. Not join them. I, I, at that point, survival, right? I'm a, hey, you guys do whatever you want to do. I'm good. So maybe you want to be like involved with them so they don't come after you. Yeah, is yeah, that yeah. what it is? That's oh, what I, I would see. do. Okay. Just, to, just to survive in that spot. I'm not going to sit there and yell at them. Hey, stop! <laughs> this isn't right. <laughs> what you're doing here. And you're asking for it at that point. And you get beat to death in the middle of the street. Nobody wants that. <laughs> Yeah. Not good. No, not good at all. No. You know, I, I am, I'm glad that you didn't end up physically getting involved in this situation. 
because that wouldn't have been good for you, and it would have been on camera because people were filming it. Yeah, I'm glad you know. Nate didn't. I'm like Coach Coward didn't because it would have been epic. I think I think so too. I think you know, mm. coming here with a broken knuckle or something like that. Do you yes. think they'd pull you off the NFL today for the Super Bowl if you were caught on camera punching a dude in the face? Well, my boss was standing right there, so... During that part of it? Well, he came a little bit later, but... And then that's where Jen came involved and got involved. I'm like, what happened? And, you know, she needed to know all the facts. Mm-hmm. Well, and she's so, doing her job. Like, what are we doing? Putting out a PR you know, statement or something? She might have to. You never know. Right. But I, I would think that that'd be a, that's a story that it would not want. Like either Nate or you. No, I think that's housing a some crazy person. Well, I just think that the you know if you had the right amount of uh, witnesses, which I think we all did, mm-hmm. and everybody kind of knew and saw what was going on to a point where somebody else called the guy a jackass. So yeah, I mean, like I think everybody would have been clapping. Okay, all right. So you think it would have worked out? Like if this were happened to the Fox pregame show, who would be the person most likely to knock somebody out? Howie Long, Gronk. Oh, I guess Gronk's on there now, yeah. too. Yeah, Gronk would do it. That Gronk one, would not care. The uh, Jay Glazer, he's an MMA guy. He'd have, yeah, he would do it. That yeah, is yeah. true. Yep. But he's he's like the information guy. He's not normally with the big crew. Yeah, you but know? He's, he's a big workout guy. He goes to the gym. He's got his own gym or something. He was uh, Golden Gloves back in the day, too, I think. Wow. Um, I went to his first fight, his first MMA fight over in Bayonne at Bayonne High School. Really? And... You didn't know this? No. Yeah, so he was working at CBS with us, and he said he was getting into the MMA, fight, MMA fighting. So I said, great, I'll, I'll come over and see on it. I think it was a, like a Saturday night hmm. in Bayonne at Bayonne High School. Who did he fight? Just some random guy? Or was no, like a celebrity he, I remember, boxing I remember talking to him before the fight saying, you know, I'm playing, I'm, I'm fighting a grappler as, as opposed to a more of a kickboxer, that kind of thing. Like so, Jerry Recco is a grappler. Right. So he did tell me, he goes, my, my key here is to stay away from him and try to, you know, shuck and jive and all this other stuff. And then, you know, and then, you know, maybe catch him with a, I guess, a foot to the head or something, <laughs> whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I said, okay, great. So this gym was packed over there. Yeah. And he came out. And I got, I got, I got to tell you, I got to give him a lot of credit for doing it. He gets in, he gets into the ring. And of course, the grappler gets onto him like a tick. Like, boom! And has got him on the freaking ground. He's got his legs around his waist. And all of a sudden, I see Jay Glazer face down 25 seconds into the fight, looking like he was dead. <laughs> like this. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. I, I, really, I really, the way, because he's, I guess the guy squeezed him so hard that all the air went out of him and he passed out. Oh my God. He, he, I literally thought he was dead. He squeezed said, the air out of him. Is Jay Glazer dead? <laughs> is he dead? I hope not. And he wasn't dead, but wow! It literally, and was that happened 30 within seconds. like thirty seconds. He squeezed the life out of him, and he told me who he was fighting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, like he knew he was going to do that. Well, he knew he was gonna, uh, what he was going to try to do to him, and he did. Yeah, and he did that. I mean, and, and like within fifteen seconds, the guy had him wrapped up. And, and then, then and that then was it. Like slide, they, like they slide, sliding all over him, and then got his legs around his waist and squeezed, and then <laughs> boom. That's so embarrassing. Your yeah, first but, fight like that, Boomer shows up to watch you. Probably other celebrities showed up. Michael Strahan was probably there. That's no, his Michael, buddy. Michael wasn't there. Michael wasn't there. But I have to say, it was it was one of the most interesting things I've 
I think I've ever done in my life. I mean, and then you left there after he got passed out or knocked really, out at thirty yeah, seconds. Yeah, I was. He was down. I had to make sure he was moving. He was okay. I said, "I'll see you at work tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have a good rest of your weekend, Jay. Hope you get your breath back. But you know, to to his credit, you know, it, I mean, he could have quit right then and there, and he didn't. And he kept fighting. Yes, multiple fights after that exactly. was his inspiration. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 